0: Hello, welcome back to another special episode of Extra Features. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'm back for this special episode uh, where we look at our Oscar picks for 2024. Listen, we have to do this. This is important to me. It's like a holiday. It's like the Super Bowl.
1: I have the Super Bowl. That's like my entree, and then I get the Oscars as my main, and the winning will be a dessert. I'm Simon.
2: I am Doug, and, and just to let everybody know, we are recording this while I currently have COVID, so. Well, you're not so, near me, it, so I don't care. Well, if I had, if, if I'm just saying, if my picks are bad, it's the brain fog.
1: No, it's not. You just pick badly. <laughs> not going to give that one to you. <laughs> so, Kevin, we're going to, I'm personally using the Rotten Tomatoes Oscar ballot. So yeah, so since can... I'm going first. I'm going to start at short film animated, so people know where I'm starting. Mm-hmm. And I just want some news because I like to discuss the news. Doug used to bring news, but then he forgot for like months, so I'll bring my own news today. I just to be fair, read... there
2: were strikes.
1: There was a lot of strikes. There was going to be a truth or dare <laughs> too, and it got canceled because of COVID.
2: So COVID is good for something, you're saying?
1: Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. And I just finished two weeks off, guys, and I'm completely up to date on films, pretty much. I finished off 2022, finally. I watched the last film I had from 2022 on my list. I think I finished, I have one film left from 2023 now. No, never mind, no, 2020, whatever that inspection, maybe that's 2022, I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm almost cut up. Okay. Last, Yeah, 2023 Suspection. That's it. I got one film left, and then I have a whole ton for this year. And as I texted Doug, these are all crap I didn't watch, so I actually don't feel bad. <laughs> I missed any of these. So I'm going to start. Anything to add, Kevin, Doug, nothing?
0: No, no, not really.
1: No. Okay. So short animated film. I got to say I've seen zero of these films. Um, I don't know why, just because I haven't, because I've probably been looking for bad features to watch. Um, So, in my deep, dark research into the Internet, Letter to Pig is my choice. Why? (laughs) Because the Internet told me so. (laughs) So, that is my pick for short animated. I have no reason why. has a pig in it. Maybe it's Spider Pig. From Simpsons, I'm going to go with that. (laughs) That's whatever Spider-Pig does. It does. (laughs) What does a Spider-Pig do? Why
0: wasn't he in Spider-Man Across the Universe? He was at the end. Oh, is he? Yeah, he makes a big return for the (laughs) final film. Excellent. Yeah, He's part of the team that uh, Spider-Gwen assembles.
2: Yes. I guess I could go next, uh, and if you want, I'll just give the list of all the animated short films oh, nominated. No, I probably
1: should have done that, shouldn't I? Should not. Oopsie. We
2: have Letter to a Pig, 95 Senses, Our Uniform, Pachyderm, and War is Over, inspired by the music of John and Yoko.
1: Yeah, right there, I can't pick Yoko for anything, so.
2: off. Oh. John Le- I I will say John Lennon is probably my favorite musician ever. Wow. I'm not, that, I'm not picking that movie though. I am also going with Letter to a Pig because I think it oh the my. title just sounds funny.
1: John Lennon? Yeah. I am shocked. I look at all the concerts you go to and all the stuff you post. Mm-hmm. Never would have occurred to me. Really? Not a chance. Okay. Well, I, or maybe I, I'm I living through Dylan. Did I see Dylan's <laughs> concerts? Maybe that's where you're going?
2: Maybe.
0: John? Really? Yes. I'm shocked. Interesting. Well, I'm picking uh, War Is Over, inspired by the music of John and Yoko. Yeah, because you love John. We know. Beatles fan. Be here. No, but I, I, I mean, I, I've heard a little bit about this film, but... Um, anyway, it was I'm, my second choice. Not but, that I've uh, seen any of them.
1: So. <laughs> Dog, do you always want to go first to make my life easier? Because I'm never going to read these. I'll remember. to You want to take over? Right.
2: Just let me know what the next category is because I have my short stuff in film different Short All film,
1: live action.
0: All right.
2: A live action short film. We have The After, Invincible, Night of Fortune. Red, White, and Blue, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. Uh, If you want me to go first, uh, I will say I've only seen one of these, and I think it has to be the Oscar winner just because of the pedigree. Uh, Wes Anderson's Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, he's an Oscar darling. He hasn't won yet. Uh, He's been nominated a few times. I I think this is the category... Uh, he gets his Oscar in.
1: Well, I haven't seen any of them because Doug never put The Wonderful World of Heading Sugar on a list for us to review. I thought he would, so I never watched it. But Mm -hmm. it's Wes Anderson, who's one of my favorites, and if Doug doesn't put this on the list, I will eventually sit down to watch it. So, same pick as Doug, The Wonderful World of Heading Sugar. Why? Because it's Wes Anderson.
0: All right, and uh, I'm going to join you guys for a home run on this one as well. (laughs) Wonderful world, is wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Documentary, short feature. Alrighty. The nominees are ABC's of book banning, The Barber of Little Rock, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, and Nine Nai Waipo. Nai Nai I hope you Waipo. pick Nine Nai Waipo. <laughs> I think I
1: ordered that for dinner last night. Is it Waipo or white Wa- Yeah, it's Waipo. No, Waipo. I ordered that. that for dinner. Really? It was a sign of (laughs) Chop Chop.
0: Okay. (laughs) Is that the little guy from uh, Blackhawk Comics? That's him. That's what (laughs) I was thinking of. Yikes. A little stereotypical, but sure. I didn't create the character. Doug? I picked, uh, I'll go first this time. I picked the last group first.
1: Yeah, because the internet told you to. The internet told me to. And the internet told me to pick (laughs) it too. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I just went based on title alone and I went with the ABCs of book banning because that seems to be a pretty big story going that on in America right choice. now
1: it was one of those on my list I had them both marked and I took the last repair shop
0: Nice visual effects uh, nominees are the creator Godzilla Minus One, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, and Napoleon. Am I going first? Sure. Okay. Well, this is easy
1: for me. I mean, Godzilla's in it. Hmm. I have to pick Godzilla. Is there really an option here? The creator was, eh. It was okay to look at. Guardians seemed like just a basic Marvel movie. I didn't see anything incredible in that. I saw Mission Impossible dead reckoning. Again, I'd say it's average. I mean, the end is kind of nice. Napoleon put me to sleep, so I can't nominate anything for Napoleon. It was terrible. And, I mean, Godzilla just looks incredible. It's a big monster eating people. I'm in. Here we
0: go. (laughs) Yeah, but this is a tough category. I mean, I'll be honest, uh I, I like 3 of the 5 films. So, who died for special effects? Mission Impossible was pretty damn impressive, it been impressive. Guardians, yeah, a lot of not have been there done that, but it's still great. Godzilla was fantastic, one of my favorite movies of last year. Napoleon's? Uh, <laughs> Napoleon I have not seen yet, so I have no way to judge it, but I, I don't think I care that much. Um, I, I, but you know what? The internet is telling me that it's the creator.
1: Well, then pick the creator. I picked it on my own merits. I'm going to pick the creator. Yeah, you're going to lose Godzilla.
2: All right, yeah, my my brain says the creator, but I'm going with my heart on this one with Godzilla. So Godzilla,
1: man. It's that's on my top I'm 10 going. list. I have to pick a good movie. that's supposed to movie and put me to sleep. Mm. Kevin, what did you think of the film editing category?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, the the nominees are Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Uh, I've seen uh, three of those five films. No, four of the five films. And, uh, I I mean, I I like all of them. The only one I haven't seen is Anatomy of a Fall, which I hear is great. You need to Um, from an editing point of view, I think I'm going to go with Oppenheimer on this one because of the time jumps and the way that he, uh, you know, just sort of connects the back and forth of different time periods and different conversations. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really exceptional. I'm, my runner up would be Poor Things.
1: Yeah, I just want to go. Anatomy of Fall is a fantastic film. But I don't yeah. think there's much editing in it. I think Doug would back me up on that. It seemed more like transition scenes than actual editing. Yeah. Um, the holdovers again. I have the same argument. There's really not a lot of editing and holdovers. Again, it's just transition <laughs> scenes constantly. Yeah. Um, Killers of a Flower Moon. I would argue exactly the same thing, but it seems a little more linear than the other two. So really, not a lot of flashbacks in there. Just pretty much just straightforward over and over. Poor things, I think, is going to be the poor man's second one in here. Again, I think that is good, but Oppenheimer coming out of it impressed me in the film editing. I noticed it. Yeah. How seamless I felt by the transition for going one scene to the next, going back, going forward the way no one does so well, and nobody else seems to be doing as well as him. So I have to pick Oppenheimer because it blew me away when I saw it.
2: I, I would argue that the best film editing is the ones you don't notice. Uh, But again, I, I, I will pick Oppenheimer that that's my pick here. I think it's going to clean up in a lot of the, a lot of the uh, technical categories. However, personally, I think killers of the flower moon was edited brilliantly. I I think I'm uh, not
1: saying that I noticed the cuts, (laughs) but I mean, it felt seamless (laughs) coming out. Those transitions were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. On the edit, I didn't feel there was a lot of stuff wasted. With killers, you know, I thought was too long, yeah. and I would take twenty mm-hmm. minutes out of that film to make me happy. But they're not trying to make me happy; mm-hmm. just letting Martin do his thing. Okay, Martin, have all the money you want. We're just going to go nuts. See,
2: I see. I I don't think Thelma Schoonmaker would be a person to just let Marty do his thing. I think she has enough cachet on her own to tell him no. I think. Uh, I think an edit here and edit there. I think I think she would she would uh, kind of put him in his place. I think well, they have that kind of Mark, partnership.
1: Go help Quentin out because Quentin needs a new editor. Because he needs, he needs <laughs> some
2: help. I I do agree. Quentin needs a new editor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you available? Uh, sure. Okay. okay, I get out. of it and I get going. All right, production design. The nominees are Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Doug, do you want to go first on this one?
2: Sure. Um, I think for me, this category came down between Barbie and Poor Things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I think both had to create their own worlds from scratch. They weren't based on necessarily anything real as the other movies were. Mm-hmm. Um I think here I, I give this one to Barbie. I, I think the aesthetic of Barbie, I think that uh kind of saw that creeping out into the real world a little bit. Like uh I, I don't just just the way uh the people wore pink to go see the movie and stuff. I know that's costume design, but yeah. that was also I think the world created there I think was very impressive with what they had. So uh, I'm I'm going Barbie.
0: Cool. I I'm going the other way with poor things. Um, simply because Barbie had an aesthetic to draw from uh, uh, of the toys and all the worlds of that, and and they did a great job of making that plastic plastic world come to life. Uh, but Poor Things was like an alien landscape. It was like an alternate history of the world with um, with designs inspired by art from the time period. Like uh, w- when she's in Greece or whatever, and she looks down and she sees the divide between rich and poor. And I'm like, it's right out of a painting by Hieronymus Bosch. Like this, is just beautiful. And when, of course, she's in Paris and, and the sky ships and all that weird stuff, and the just an almost alien landscapes, uh, where things come alive through her her vision. And you don't know if that's really her vision that's making the world seem so odd and off. Oh, I lost you there, Simon. No, no, uh, I just put bit. on mute. I'm good. Okay. So yeah, that's my pick. My pick is poor things.
1: You know what? I'm picking poor things for the same thing Kevin said. I think it's a more rich world than I thought Barbie. Barbie seemed to me, again... We have a Barbie car. We have a Barbie house. All that stuff exists. Mm-hmm. We know what Barbie's going to look like. The poor thing's universe. Every time we go somewhere, it's new to me. Something different I see. I mean, yes, we've seen Frankenstein's house, but have we seen it like this before? Like when she's out with things, I see different rooms of beautiful things I've never seen. Barbie, to me, just felt like it was. I mean, I think it's a number second, but I agree. Barbie could win. Mm-hmm. I would totally, probably Barbie this to be like, I get it. So I'm totally going to pick poor things just because I like the world better. Mm. I thought stop, Barbie was kind of eh, but I thought poor things really developed their universe better.
0: Okay. All right. Well, our, uh, great. our next category is cinematography, a tough one. Uh, El Conde, Edward Lachman, Killers of the Flower Moon, Rodrigo Prieto, Maestro, Matthew Libatique, Oppenheimer, Hoit van Hoitima, and Poor Things things Robbie Ryan. So uh, I'll go first, and I am going to select Oppenheimer as cinematography, simply because I thought the film had a – I mean, this was a tough one because Killers of the Flower Moon is a a beautiful film to look at. Um, There are aspects of Maestro that I thought were really well done, uh, poor things, of course, had that kind of alien look to it. Um, but Oppenheimer, just uh, the crispness, the look of it, the the deep focus in a lot of scenes, um, I, I just liked it a lot.
2: Uh, I thought it was outstanding. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I will say with this category, my heart, Is with Killers of the Flower Moon. I I love westerns. This is Scorsese's western. I think it looks amazing. My brain is telling me go with Oppenheimer because it's going to win a lot of technical stuff. I'm going with Oppenheimer on this one.
1: Come on, we had a beautiful bomb shot that I thought blew me away. The way that was shot,
2: I love the way they did the. Yeah, but that's about it. It was. That was about it, though. A lot of it was just men in suits standing around talking. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. come on. There was a beautiful shot of Einstein hanging out with Kill- and Oppenheimer by the water. I thought it was a nice no, shot. Yeah.
0: There were a lot of great landscape shots in Montana and uh,
1: where there they built the, the
0: town. A lot of horseback riding, and, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty good. So, Oppenheimer. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin.
2: Also, can, can we just say how crazy it is that El Conde got nominated for this? That movie oh, was it insane. should, have,
1: though. That movie is insane, but beautiful to look at. Remember we discussed it when we reviewed it on episode whatever? <laughs> just run a search at Extra Features Podcast and you'll find it in the show notes. It's there.
0: All right. Uh, we run, right? Did we all pick? We, Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer? Yeah, yep. Oppenheimer. Um, all right. Costume design. Nominees are Barbie, Jacqueline Duran, Pillars of the Flower Moon, Jacqueline West, Napoleon, David Crossman, and uh, Janty Yates, Oppenheimer, Ellen Mirojnik, and Poor Things, Holly Waddington.
1: Does she know Hannah Waddington? Waddington? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, know Polly I Polly? had actually, I had Poor Things written down yesterday Mm -hmm. because I thought she keeps changing and I thought to myself and then I read an article and I'm like you know what it convinced me why would I not pick Barbie oh my god this woman has so many costume changes throughout the film and everybody has a costume change constant 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 different changes in this and I I had to pick Barbie Just because it Mm -hmm. impressed me all those 50s 60s 70s 80s different styles Barbie wears I said, I'm an idiot. Why am I picking poor things? It's because I thought Emma Stones did a good job. I said, no, I'm an idiot. I had to pick Barbie just because of the 8,000 costume changes throughout the film. And everybody looks good. Everybody looks the part. That can't be easy to do. Mm-hmm. So that's my reason why I picked Barbie. Because it looks good.
0: What do you think there,
2: Doug? Uh I think it's Barbie as well. I think, uh, the, co- I think Jacqueline Duran did an amazing job of actually making those Barbie costumes come to life. That like all, every outfit was based on an actual Barbie outfit and she made them look real and amazing. So I got to give it to Barbie.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can never underestimate a historical drama for costumes like Napoleon uh, or Oppenheimer. Even, but uh, I will go with uh, Barbie. I
1: All think Barbie, Barbie needs is, is a
0: hat. No hats in Barbie. Yeah, ruined my
1: hat theory oh. for this year.
0: I, I think well, she has hats. No, oh, perfect.
1: It has a hat. You picked the one with the hat. cowboy hats and things like that. So yeah. you got picked the one with the hat. I've always
0: told you that hats are hard mm-hmm. to make. Yeah. So, yeah, Barbie Barbie's a hands-down winner there for us. Um, all right, makeup and hairstyling. Nominees are uh, Golda, Karen Hartley-Thomas, Susan Battersby, Ashra, Kelly-Blue, Maestro, Kazoo Hero, Kay Giorgio and Lori McCoy-Bell, Oppenheimer and Luisa Poor Things, Nadia Stacey, Mark Hullier, and Josh Weston, and Society of the Snow, Anna lopez uh Pig server, pig server. <laughs> I think that's what it's. David Marty and Monsi Ribé. Uh, all right. Well, I guess I'll I'll go first. I actually I'm going to go. I mean, that's a tough one too because there's some great makeup in all of them. Um, I'm going to go with Maestro, simply because Bradley Cooper really transforms into uh, into the. Uh, into his part. I mean, he really lives, becomes that character. I think, uh, I mean, it's one particular makeup job that stands out. Well, I want to know how he did
1: against the people in Golda, because who has seen Golda to really compare this to?
0: <laughs> well, it's Helen Mirren. So, you know, just imagine Helen Mirren transformed into Golda Meir. I don't know who That's that really is. That... Golda Meir was president of Israel. Oh. Yeah. historical figure.
1: How come we didn't watch this, Kevin? I don't know. I've,
0: I've
2: never on, heard of it. I, I, I haven't been on all of it. <laughs> I don't know. Doug? Uh, um, I'm actually going with poor things on this one. I think uh, the, the surgery scenes, I think, were some pretty good makeup on there. And also Willem Dafoe's face, I, I think. Mm-hmm. The the makeup on Willem Dafoe changed him, but he was also very recognizably Willem Dafoe. Uh yeah, I I love all the makeup job in Poor Things. So that's what I'm going with.
1: I had to take Maestro because of the time period. It just goes on a long period of time. Excuse me, lots of hairstyles. <clears throat> Lots of I just felt they had to change the hair constantly. Yeah, you know, they had to fix that nose properly constantly. So that's really only my only answer for Maestro. Yeah, but they had a lot of work to change them to suit the time period they're moving into, mm-hmm. and make them appear very young, and then make them appear very old. And po- poor things, I do think is a good second choice for me. But it's very linear, right? It's all pretty much taking place. What three, three to six months? Yeah. So Emma Stone pretty much doesn't really have to change much. You know what I mean? Other than what you're saying of the thing, but we don't really see him enough. You know what I mean? Whenever you see the foe, he's the same character. The maestro has to progress and get older Mm -hmm. and change. So that's why I picked maestro. All right.
0: And, uh, okay, so next category is sound. The nominees are The Creator, Maestro, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, Oppenheimer, and The Zone of Interest.
2: I could go first if you guys want. Sure. Um, I I think any other year, maybe Zone of Interest would have a chance. I, I think sound design was hugely important in Zone of Interest. I just think this is the year of Oppenheimer. I, I think Oppenheimer is going to not necessarily sweep all the technical awards, but I think this is uh, – I think Oppenheimer has this just for the, the A-bomb test scene. Hmm.
0: I, I'm going to go with zone of interest because the internet tells me so.
1: Interesting. They say zone of interest.
0: I think Oppenheimer
1: is going to be a big sweep on this thing. So I took Oppenheimer. I have not seen Zone of Interest yet, but it will be done this week. So maybe I will have to come back and apologize for not picking Zone of Interest, but I haven't seen it. So I'm definitely sticking with Oppenheimer just because I know it had no sound in that explosion scene, but it was so
0: freaking cool. Yeah, I, I really, I think the zone of interest is next on my list um, after I finished Blue Eye Samurai. But uh, uh, interesting idea of, um, you know, what it's what it was like for this family to live in the village attached to a concentration camp. So uh, where where I think sound in the background is is a big issue. So, so, it may be.
1: Uh, I have not seen it. <laughs> and this one, I felt bad picking this without seeing it, but it will be done this week. So, maybe I'll have to come back on by myself and do a little ad on and change my pick, but I won't. Thanks. Let me just find
0: the information for song.
1: Which I think is. Well, this right? is why Brian Scuttle was supposed to be here today, and this is his favorite category a score and song, because he's a composer. Yeah. I mean, they have always had big discussions about this, but unable. So, Brian, if you listening to this, this is your problem, not mine. I invited you, so
0: cancel the last minute, Scuttle. Yeah, I'm just scoring through because I want to find more information than what they provide on the, the ballot there. That's okay, cool. Doug. Okay, song. Here we go. Oh, Art, American Symphony. It Never Went Away by John Batiste and Dan Wilson. Barbie, I'm just Ken by Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. I'm just a Barbie- Ken. What was I made for by Billie Eilish, Phineas O'Connell, Flame and Hot from The Fire Inside by Diane Warren, and Killers of the Flower Moon, Wah- Wahazazi, The Song for My People by Scott George. Uh, and I am gonna pick uh, Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For, from Barbie.
1: What a surprise! Um, yeah. How many nominations did Diane Warren have? Like, every year, I think
0: I hear Diane Warren. Well mentioned. Sure. She's right up there with that other guy. Who was the guy who was the keyboard player? Randy Newman. Oh, he's <laughs> he got a new movie next
1: year? This year, I think he's got one coming out. Well, I mean, come on. Billy Eilish, we know who we're picking. The Oscars always pick the big music person, no matter what. But I mean... I wanna pick I'm just a so badly. Lovely film. <laughs> a lovely song. Great, great. But it's not gonna make it. What I was made for is gonna win. Even though I want I'm just again mm-hmm. badly.
2: Yeah, I, I think all three of us are in agreement. It's it's gotta be Billie Eilish. I mean, she's pretty much nearly an unstoppable force in the music industry right now. So uh that song just won one of the big Grammys this year, I think, Song of the Year. It did. So, uh, so it, it's... If it doesn't win the Oscar, it'll be an upset.
1: Yeah. I'm just again. What was I made for? My kids maybe listen to that song and repeat for weeks. <laughs> now we're on to the Nicki Minaj Barbie
0: song I'm hearing constantly. <laughs> Well, you got to move through the whole soundtrack eventually, right? So, all right. Original score. Nominees are American Fiction by Laura Cartman. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny by John Williams. Killers of the Flower Moon by Robbie Robertson, the late Robbie Robertson. Oppenheimer by Ludwig Gorenson. And Poor Things by Jerskin Fendricks. Jerskin Fendricks is for the
1: win. That's your choice. No,
0: not
1: at all. Okay. Let's go through this stuff. American fiction I love, but I can't say I remember the score at all. Maybe Doug does, but I do not.
2: I do. I, I, I did I did enjoy the – it was very jazzy. It had a very jazz soundtrack because the lead character's name is Thelonious Monk. So uh, I love the soundtrack to American fiction, but it is not my pick.
1: Yeah, Indiana Jones. Come on, yeah, we don't don't no, don't care. Killers of the Flower Moon's my second choice. Probably mm-hmm. Doug's
2: first. No, it's my second. That, that's my heart pick, not my brain pick.
1: Um, poor things. I don't really remember the soundtrack. I'm sure it was there, but I remember very symphony, isn't it?
0: I, I I remember it's very um, it's symphonic, but it's very kind of baroque, like not not traditional sym- uh, symphonic it's it's very um, I, I don't know I know don't know my my composers very well but it's it's like
1: Scuttle, where are you so I took so Oppenheimer because yeah. when I saw it, it blew me away the sound the symphony which I never noticed score I'm not really a score guy but it, I did remember score from Oppenheimer, I go, well, that's my choice for the year when I saw it. So I'm sticking with Oppenheimer, and that's
2: why.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Doug?
2: I think Oppenheimer as well. Like I said, my, my heart's with Killers of the Flower Moon. I'd love Robbie Robertson to get yeah. a posthumous Oscar, but I think it'll be Oppenheimer.
0: So my heart tells me that it would be an honor to give it to Robbie Robertson because... He was such an influential musician, and it was his last work. Um, the internet tells me Oppenheimer, so I'm going to go with you guys and pick Oppenheimer. But I could see the Academy going with an upset to pick Robbie Robertson
2: in honor of his body of work. And also, he is a Native American, so yes. to have him represent yeah. a film about Native Americans would be, would be nice.
0: All right, next category is International Feature Film. And the nominees are, uh, I can hardly read on this ballot, Lo Capitano from Italy, Perfect Days from Japan, Society of the Snow from Spain, The Teacher's Lounge from Germany, and The Zone of Interest from the UK. And I am going to pick Zone of Interest. Well, it's not really for best picture. None of these other ones yeah. are. It's zone of
1: Interest.
2: Yeah. Dog. Yeah, I've only seen two of these: Society of the Snow and Zone of Interest. Uh, I loved Society of the Snow. Zone of Interest, I didn't like as much, but I still thought it was pretty great. I, I'm going with Zone of Interest just because, like you said, it's also nominated for director. It's nominated for picture. Mm-hmm. I do want to see Perfect Days, though. I love Vim Vendors, and I can't wait to see that.
0: All right. Our next uh, category is Documentary Feature. And the nominees are Boby Wine, The People's President, The Eternal Memory, Four Daughters, To Kill a Tiger, and 20 Days, and Mario Cole. Or Mario, Mario Cole? Sounds like Mario, the video game,
2: but... I'll go first. I know nothing about any of these movies. I have not seen any of them. I just went for 20 days in Mario pool because I thought the title sounded interesting.
0: Mm.
1: Well, the internet told me to pick 20 days in Mario Cause I've seen <laughs> none of these. I try to see one a year. Yeah. So whatever wins, I probably will sit down and watch afterwards. The
0: internet also tells me 20 Days in Mario Pool. Um, although To Kill a Tiger is Canadian. So I'd love to see Canadian So
1: a, Oh, then there we go, Doug. We should watch To Kill a Tiger. But, oh. uh, well, Doug doesn't care. He's American, so. <laughs> he wants to be Canadian.
0: 20 Days in Mario Pool is a PBS film. So. Okay. All
2: right.
1: Doug so likes I- Canada. He likes Canadians.
2: I do like Canada.
1: He likes it small right. yeah. and no guns. I do
2: like that, yes.
0: It's a very peaceful place. But people apologize a lot. They too, So does Norway, <laughs> too. All right. Are we ready? This is a big one. Animated feature. The nominees are The Boy and the Heron, Hayao Mizaki and Toshiro Suzuki, Elemental from Pixar, Peter Sohn and Denise Raume, or Ream, sorry, Denise Reem. Nemona, beautiful looking film. Nick Bruno, Troy Kwan, Karen Ryan, and Julie Zachary on Netflix. Robot Dreams from Neon Pictures, Pablo Berger, Yvonne Carmenzana, Ignasi Estapi, and Sandra Tapia Diaz. And Spider Man Across the Spider Verse from Sony Pictures, Kemp Powers, Jessica K. Thompson, Phil Lord, Chris Miller, and Amy Pascal, producers. So, I gotta say, like, I mean, a, a Miyazaki film, a Miyazaki film, definitely is something to draw attention to. Uh, although I haven't seen *Born in the Heron. I bet you Doug has. He has. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will. I will pick because I think it is still an outstanding piece of work. Is *Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse*, which um, the internet also tells me I'm right. But uh, it is a beautiful film. A love letter to comic books and the Spider-Man characters. Uh, I love how every world has its unique look and style. Um, from the the bright greens of of the world of Spider-Man India to uh, Spider Gwen's muted colors and emotional backdrops. Uh, I I can't like this. This film is is to me a living work of art. Wow. So. The, only best, the best animation I'm watching right now, I think the only thing that's superior to this is Blue-Eyed Samurai, which I'm just I'm blown away by. Sorry, where do I watch
1: Blue-Eyed Samurai? Uh, Netflix. Okay, I'll check it out if I have time. I
2: hear, I hear it's brilliant. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. It is just it's Really? Like a, and you've been working sam-
1: from home, so you have opportunity.
2: <laughs> I've been watching Community. I've been re-watching Community. Oh, yeah, yeah. it, it's my comfort show. Nice. Uh, mine's a love
0: boat uh, Nimona is also a beautiful looking film I-, I couldn't care less about Elemental Like Pixar's al- uh, offerings lately have kind of sucked yeah, I not, agree not, I mean I find the concept I didn't like the concept so anyway uh, what do you think guys
2: I would absolutely love for it to be The Boy and the Heron I thought that movie was visually stunning I I, I loved it I think it's going to be Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I, I think uh, I think it's probably going to win all three when the third movie comes out. I, I think it'll be a trilogy to win all three Oscars. Also, why nominate Elemental but not nominate uh Ninja Turtles? I thought that was True. I thought that I was a much to, uh, better animated film.
0: And was was Puss in Boots last year? Yes. Yes. That was yes. fantastic, too. Uh, yes. I don't know if it won, who won last year. Remember? I don't know. Puss in Boots might have. Because it was really something else. Didn't Puss some Boots win last
1: year? Did it? I don't remember. I think that's who I picked was Puss some Boots. I got me wrong. No, it was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, then that's why. Well, I don't know why Elemental's on this list either because <laughs> meh. Does nothing. I Oh, Boy in the Heron. There's another film from last year or something that the, last year I have not seen. So there's two now I have that I still have left. How could I go against Spider Man? It might have a spider pig in it. So Spider Pig <laughs> for the win.
0: All right. So we're all united on that one. Um adapted screenplay. The nominees are American Fiction, Cord Jefferson. Barbie, Greta Gerwig, and Noah ba- Baumbach, Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, Poor Things, Tony McNamara, and The Zone of Interest, Jonathan Glazer. Is there a question on this one? Well, the internet tells me what I, to, um, uh, one that uh, I'm surprised about. I, I think I fiction. might disagree with you. Mm-hmm. American Fiction? American fiction is what the internet is telling me. I know, and I disagree with it. you think it's going to be Barbie or Oppenheimer?
1: No, I have to pick Oppenheimer. I mean, if you're voting for best picture, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Oppenheimer's nominee ever. I mean, much as I want it to be American fiction, I will back on that if that's his pick. Fabulous piece of work. Absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, Oppenheimer to me just blew me away on all accounts. Mm-hmm. It was my number one movie of the year. It was my number one movie for the second I finished it off. Nothing came close. So Adopted scream I mean, I have to pick Oppenheimer. I can't go against what I loved. Even though I have no issues with American fiction as a choice. I do have a problem with Barbie being a choice. Or Poor Things of Zona Interest. I mean, yeah. I think it's a two-horse race. I think it's Oppenheimer and American Fiction. And American Fiction win, I'd be fine with that. Because I think it's just a hard text to adopt to the context
0: of what's yeah. in it. Poor Thing is very loosely adapted from a short story and a collection of short stories. Yeah. Um, and it's expanded on it quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I can't, Barbie, if they give it to Barbie, it's simply because they snubbed Greta for director. They did not snub her. The directors vote for who it is. No, that's true. I mean, and it's the same thing with actress. They didn't snub her. The the other actresses were better. Um, So, but yeah, the the general public seems to perceive there was a snub.
2: I disagree on the actress portion of that, but we'll get to that when we get to the actress categories.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am I guess I'm gonna go with American fiction because often adapted screenplay is a place where you recognize something that was unique that isn't gonna get any kind of rec- recognition anywhere Correct. else. And I don't think that American fiction will get any kind of any kind of love anywhere else. So this is a way of saying, Hey, this there's something special about this film. So I'll go with the what the internet tells me.
2: See, I'm going with Kevin's reasoning, but I'm going with Barbie on this one. I think oh, the
0: Barbie play, split,
2: baby. I I think the screenplay for Barbie was incredibly well written. It touched so many people. That the the monologue that America Farrar gives touched so many women. That it it really did reach out there. I think the script. It was also funny. That's. The only other funny movie on this list is American Fiction, and I absolutely adored American Fiction. But it funny was funny. Doesn't win. I didn't. No, but no. funny is also very hard to do. Popular I would say. Win. Really,
1: I'm funny every day. I don't find yeah. it hard.
2: You find yourself funny. It's it's the fact that other people have to find it funny as well. Uh, <laughs> they do. Yeah, Ask I, I'm going Barbie. I'm very funny.
0: <laughs> Three ways but yeah Simon can be funny. He can also be take it one step too far but that's okay. <laughs> I don't
1: care cuz that's funny.
0: Right, right. Well, some sometimes a sometimes a joke overstays its welcome. A little if it goes too far. Oh well. You got to know I'm when just... to pull a joke. You No. Nope. Kind of like, nope. kind of like, nope. Anyway, It's all about timing. Uh um, True. And let's see what timing says about original screenplay. Uh, How about um, them apples, Kevin? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) uh, Justine Triette and Arthur Harari. The Holdovers, David Hemmington, Maestro, Bradley Cooper, Josh Singer, May, December, Sammy Birch, Alex Mechanic, and Past Lives, Celine Song. And I am going to pick what
1: the internet tells me, which is Anatomy of a Fall. Oh. I had problems with this category. I mean, I love Anatomy of a Fall. I do have holdovers picked, but the more I think about it, the more I have to go with Anatomy of a Fall. I friggin' love that movie. Mm -hmm. Why am I going with a movie I thought was just average? You know what? Before I open my big mouth, I'm changing my pick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, Maestro was so dull, I couldn't even want no, to gosh. watch that again. May, December, I love, but I'm a huge Todd Haynes fan. Like, I just love him, but it's not strong film. I think Past Lives has a good chance of taking this, but it didn't get nominated for Best Picture. So I'm going to take Anatomy of Fall just because it's on that list.
2: Past Lives was nominated for Best Picture. Is it really? Didn't get Best Director, but got Best Picture.
1: Well, I'm taking Anatomy of the Fall because it's got more nominations.
2: Yeah, I'm going with Anatomy of the Fall just because I've been saying it's the best written film I've seen in years. You're correct. I'm sticking with that, especially for screenplay.
1: Awesome. All right. So yeah, I changed and my pick at still- the last minute. I had holdovers and went, why am I picking this movie?
0: I love the holdovers, and it is a great story. It is a great script, and uh, it's, but it's, but it's, it's, it's not, the characters that really
2: have that. It's one. not original, though. We've seen that story so many yeah, times. It, I agree. The holdovers for me is the acting. Yes. It wasn't the screenplay. That is
0: true. That's true, too. But I still think it was well written for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Actor in a Supporting Role, the nominees are Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon Robert Downey Downey Jr. for for Oppenheimer Uh, Ryan Gosling for Barbie Uh, Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things Simon, you want to kick this one off? Well, I'd love to pick
1: Sterling K. Brown because he was friggin' awesome in American Fiction He made me laugh consistently Um, Robert De Niro just a general Robert De Niro performance I would argue he's excellent but not anything over the top Ryan Gosling's just a kid he's told us so he can't win he's just a can't. he's not a star Uh, I don't think Ruffalo does enough in poor things to stand out and I think it's Downey Jr. to lose because he's such a dick in this film and he's such an integral part, yeah. and he hate his guts by the end of it. So I actually draws a lot more emotion out of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer.
2: What do you think, Doug? Um, the person I'm picking, I think, is my least favorite of all these performances. I think everybody saw something in this performance that I just didn't. My personal favorite is Ryan Gosling. I said that from the moment I saw Barbie, I thought he was amazing as Ken. Well, was I agree. Probably my favorite performance of the year. I'm going Robert Downey Jr. Uh, that seems to be where the smart money is. Personally, I don't see that performance as amazing as everybody else does. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I think anybody else in this category would win, and I'd be happy for them. I think they all gave amazing performances. Personally, I would have switched Robert Downey Jr. with Willem Dafoe. I would have given Ooh. Dafoe for poor things. Given God Downey enough. Jr. spot.
1: Okay. If you're taking Dafoe out of here, I'm taking Gosling for Barbie. Okay. 100%. percent so, would be no option in my mind if there's no Downey Jr., it would be Barbie.
0: I... Gosling steals that movie. He really is fantastic in it. He's like um what's his name? The guy that plays Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters. He stole that movie from them by being the funniest thing in that movie. Crappy movie, anyway. But uh but Gosling just steps in and he's he outdoes it. He just steals that movie away from Barbie herself. Uh but I I loved loved Mark Ruffalo and Poor Things. I thought he was I mean you said it doesn't stand out. He is just a comedic genius in that movie. He is such a he, twerk. He is, <laughs> but
1: it's just doesn't just do enough.
0: Uh and De Niro was fantastic in Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, before. one of the best performances <laughs> I've seen in a while. He's so capable, but he's evil and yes, I agree. He's it's like he's like another version of his casino character or his exactly. or whatever. He's He's the mob boss in a different situation. Um, I have not seen American fiction, and I still would like oh, to. Oh, you need to. Uh, I, I am going to go with the, the common prevalent opinion of Robert Downey Jr. Oh, not certainly I, K. Brown. No, and I do think that Downey Jr.'s performance is nuanced and good in that. He does come across as tired and old, but... Um, He, you, you don't hate him when you first meet him. You think, oh, maybe he's like Oppenheimer's buddy. But as Mm -hmm. things go on and you see from a different perspective, he's a complete dick. He is the villain of the piece. He has decided to execute the opinion of Robert J. of Oppenheimer from the public. Because Oppenheimer was the face of science in the 1960s. He was moving forward, even though it was the, the bomb. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know the 1940s and 50s. He was the leading scientific voice, uh, and he just goes and executes him for pers- for personal and political reasons. He just uh, hangs him out to dry. So uh, fascinating as as the villain of that movie, I think he's fantastic. Um, again, I, is it my favorite performance? No, but uh, do I think it's Oscar worthy for sure? So I'm I'm okay with it. All right, guys, we're we down to four more categories. Four, or five? four or more. All right. Let's go with supporting actress. The nominees are Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, which I have not seen, uh, America Ferreira for Barbie, because she gives that great speech, Jodie yep. Foster for Nyad, and Devine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. And I am going to go with Devine personally. Or divine, because I think she's she just steals that movie. I mean, everyone is great in it, but her character and, and the, the the mother with the lost son, who uh, is trying to reconnect with her sister, who's about to have a baby, and and dealing with the poor, you know, like the poor kid who's stuck at home over Christmas, and you know, forming a little family, a little unit in in the college. I, I liked it a lot. I thought she was really good.
2: um i am 100% in agreement with kevin I, I think divine joy randolph was amazing in the holdovers uh absolutely uh the only performance i hadn't seen haven't seen yet is danielle brooks uh mm. jodie foster i'm kind of wondering did she just get nominated just because she's jodie foster mm. <laughs> uh i i think i would Take her nomination away, maybe give it to, uh, to, uh, 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 May, December, uh, now I'm blanking on the name, uh, not Natalie Portman, uh, cause she was lead. All right. Now I just look like a fool. So I'll kick it over to Simon. Um,
1: I'm agreeing with you guys. She was the best part of the movie. I mean, Jim Mottys is playing himself, I thought, for the most part. He's always grumpy in movies. And it seemed to come off as grumpy. Um, I thought Emily Blunt was pretty boring in Oppenheimer. She didn't really have a lot to do. Um, Danielle Brooks has one big song and that's about it for Color Purple. That's why everybody likes her. American Forever has one big speech. I didn't see Niad because Doug didn't put it on the list. So I'll take Divine Joy Randolph because she was my favorite in the film.
2: And it was Julianne Moore. That was the actress I was looking for. Yeah. Oh,
0: yes, 100%. I, I would argue that Emily Blunt was good. was very good in opera. It was okay, but it's just nothing outstanding to me. It, it's, I mean, she's the rock that stands behind him, and it's, it's her testimony that really yeah, okay. doesn't turn. Are we get
1: into the Emily Blunt discussion? She's always just okay. I never find yeah. her good. Just okay. She's always yeah. does a great job, looks good, does her thing, and gets off. But she never evolves to something better for me. Okay, that's so all I'm right. stop my Emily Blunt rent, because I'm sure I'll have another one this year yeah. on her.
0: All right, guys. We're into the best actor. Nominees are Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, I don't even know what that is. Called Giamatti, the whole universe. Cillian Murphy for Oppenheimer. And uh, the great Jeffrey Wright for
2: American fiction. What do you think, guys? I um, think it's Murphy for Oppenheimer.
1: That's what I have written down, but I'm trying to decide if I'm going to change my answer right now. But I don't
0: think I'm going to. I know the internet is saying Giamatti. Giamatti.
1: I know that's what I have written down, but I'm going back to my original choice. Is Killian Murphy? Okay, I've made my choice. Oh, I mean, look at this: Bradley Cooper, Maestro, ain't it, because nobody liked that film. I heard Coleman Domingo and Rustin was he was good, but the movie was really bad. I didn't. See I wouldn't it.
2: say really bad, but. I would say very generic. It was a very Much generic film want... that he was the best part in.
1: Jeffrey Wright for American Fish, He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's Oppenheimer's award to lose this year. I have to pick Coyne Murphy. Because I just feel Giamatti's playing Giamatti. Mm-hmm. I don't feel he's becoming anything other than Giamatti here. It just seems an extension of all the other characters he plays.
0: I, I I agree. I think he's great in it uh, as as doing the Jemati like character, the the curmudgeon. Um, but yeah, how can you? I mean, Cillian Murphy is the heart of Oppenheimer. He's Oppenheimer. Yeah. He the whole movie hinges on his performance, and he is fantastic in it. And he hasn't ever really been recognized for his talent. I mean, everyone loves Peaky Blinders, and
2: he's done Never a lot of great it. films.
0: Never seen it. Oh, you should watch it. It's pretty good. Um, is he? But yeah, I think I agree with you guys. I'm going to go against popular opinion, and I, I'm going to go with Cillian Murphy. We're we'll all look stupid if he if someone else wins. But <laughs> and all that right. won't be the first time. All right, and then on the other hand, there's the actress in the leading role, which is. Uh, Nominees are Annette Benning for Niad, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall, Kerry Mulligan for Maestro, and Emma Stone for Poor Things.
1: Two-person race, I would say.
0: And the internet is saying Lily Gladstone.
2: Correct. I think I think it will definitely be somebody with Stone in their name.
1: Yeah. Yes, I, I think you're right.
0: So my heart says Emma because she's so good in that movie and the movie hinges on her performance. If we didn't believe her situation, the whole movie kind of falls apart and it doesn't. Um, but Lily is great as kind of this, cl- this kind of quiet stoic, you know, determination. Uh, she's the real power in that relationship, although you don't get the sense, you get the sense that maybe he tried to manipulate her into the marriage and, and all that stuff, but she was, she was fully in control. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with Emma Stone personally. Wow. I did not see that coming. What do you guys think?
2: If I could just go on a little bit of a rant. Uh, I would say Annette Benning has no reason to be even in this category. Uh, I understand Jodie Foster's nomination more than Annette Benning. Annette Benning, her character was just, I'm old. I'm doing this. She doesn't change at all. She's just the hard ass from beginning to end. <clears throat> and it wasn't even that. Good of a movie. I would 100% get Benning out of there, put Margot Robbie in. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I didn't really care for Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. Nope. Uh, I. I would take her out and give that to Natalie Portman for May December. Yes.
1: 100%. And then I
2: think the five would be an incredible five. Uh, I do think it's going to be between Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone. I would love if Lily Gladstone won. I think it's going to go to Emma Stone.
1: I'm so tough here. I have both circles. I have Emma Stone picked and Lily Gladstone picked. Uh, you guys are killing me here. Uh, I just think uh, the risks Emma Stone takes are more than risks Lily Gladstone takes. And that's why I'm taking Emma Stone. I think she's, they're both wonderful in their roles. I think Emma Stone's probably has more work to do than Lily Gladstone. I mean, I think it's Lily Gladstone. She's a little sick for the last hour. So that kind of, I think that takes away a bit from her flame, but Emma Stone is on this film 24 seven. It's her movie. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't feel fully a- naked and everything. Like, she is yeah. constantly working throughout this film. Every scene, Emma Stone is working.
0: She puts herself out there physically and mentally in every aspect. Yes. Emotionally. It's because, um, yeah, she didn't need to do nudity before this, and, and she just, there's no hesitation in this movie. Um, well, she that said
1: that. that. I, so that's why I'm picking Emma Stone, just because I feel she's in more of the movie, and it's her movie. Yeah. And Lily Gladstone's part of She's wonderful, but she's part of an ensemble, wonderful cast. Yeah. And Emma Stone, if she doesn't work, this movie doesn't work. I mean, if Lily doesn't work, the movie may stumble a bit, but I think we'll still get a solid film from it by who yeah. else is in it. So I'm going to pick Emma Stone for those reasons that I think it's, she was more powerful in her film. All
0: right. Director. I think we I know what question. we're going to pick. But the nominees are Jonathan Glazer, Zone of Interest, Yorgos Lenthamos for Poor Things, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, and Justin Triette for Anatomy of a Fall. And I think without uh, even, I think we're
2: all pretty much in agreement it's going to be Christopher Nolan.
0: Right? Oh, we're not Is picking there... Anatomy of a Fall. Of course, we're picking Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, 100%. Who
0: would you no be No doubt in Who'd my be? mind. Second, who would be your second choice? Scorsese. Scorsese. I think. Yeah. I,
1: yeah, I think I. Much as I didn't love the film, I think it's a definitely
0: more rich film than Poor Things.
1: What
0: so about Justin Tripp? Well, what about Justin Tripp for Anatomy of a Fall? It
1: doesn't. It's a script. That is just a phenomenal
0: yeah. script.
1: It's not script, the film. The script The is script amazing. and the
2: acting are really what propel that movie. Justine, she would probably be my third choice, yeah. followed by Glazer, maybe, then Lanthimos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do think all five did amazing work this year, and I'm happy all five are being recognized for their talents. I, there, there isn't a dud in the bunch. Yeah. I I liked some of the movies more than others, but all five okay. directors are amazing.
1: I have not seen Zone of Interest, so I'm going to put that aside. Can we take out Zone of Interest, put May, December in, Doug? You have to tell me. I haven't seen Zone
2: of Interest. I would not. I would not, okay. no. I, I think the directing... Glazer did something... Pretty special with Zone of Interest. Okay. I
1: would that's say that's what I'm asking. It's we watched this week, so I will be caught up
0: on that. My last right. best picture to watch, but I have time. So I think there are there's a lot of fat in the best picture category as always because once you extend it to ten, you, you open it up to some people, some films that probably shouldn't get the recognition. It's sort of like, hey, you should check this out, kind of thing. Uh, but here are our ten nominees: uh, American Fiction. Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdover's Killer of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. And I, again, I think we're probably all going to pick Oppenheimer uh, as the best picture. I know I am. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's, there's some good films in there for sure. Uh, Maestro could be cut.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate to. I'm not a Bradley Cooper fan. I I just don't. I, I don't know what it is. I, I'm not no, a fan of his is, stuff. Doug.
0: I, I thought he was fine in that, and the film itself is fine, but it's not best picture. Um. And and there are like Barbie, I think Barbie I is Barbie. just a better, I would cut Barbie for
2: sure. I w- I would not. I I would keep Barbie on.
1: Well, what is December's
2: my argument. May-December, you get rid of past lives? Trade it for past lives? I love past lives. We're not doing this again. <laughs> this
0: is the tough thing When you start kind of going, like, I mean, I think American fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Holdovers, Killer Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things, and that's six and maybe seven with Zone of Interest.
1: Well, we would all
0: cut Maestro. There's the thing we're all agreeing Maestro shouldn't yeah. be on this list. Yeah.
1: And Doug would I'd add May December. Doug say maybe uh, he would add something else.
0: I put Spider-Man in across this no, just kidding. <laughs> Her flash picture The Flash got <laughs> So would Aquaman. Michael Keaton, Best Supporting Actor. Aquaman. Uh, heard for her five minutes of screen time. Her best cameo ever. So yeah.
1: Okay, guys. Anything else to say before we almost wrap it up? Did everybody have a good film year? Uh,
0: I I don't think I saw as many films this year last year as I did normally because of the con season. So I feel <laughs> like I missed out on quite a bit, but. Uh, and I've been playing catch up on the best pictures for the last little while, but there were a lot of great films that came out last year. Um at the top of the list. There was a lot of crap too. But uh There is every year, believe me, I'm watching it right now. And we were when we did our best of I mean, as a person that's an aficionado of superhero movies last year sucked. Uh, well, this it year's not- only three. Is there three or four? Yeah, well, I mean, the, we've got the classic Madam Web already. Oh,
1: um, stellar! We'll get into that yeah. a later episode, I'm sure, when Doug gets his.
0: But I really, the only one that really I think will do well is, is Deadpool Wolverine. I agree, probably. Unless Venom okay. three is set up to be a masterpiece, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. Or Craven is the is they had to hold back Craven as a potential Oscar nominee. You know, like, uh, which I don't Mm -hmm. see that happening either, but. Okay, guys, if they make it. You make us watch it. Bye. Bye. Good night.